Okay. And today we're talking about Jodie Whittaker's second story, oh. The Ghost Monument. It's the one that's spooky for ready for Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Okay. There oh. aren't any ghosts. What? Well, the remnants are sort of like ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Well, what's spooky than a robot? You know, a robot with a gun. Spookiest thing there is. I mean, like. I mean, because a robot is basically a skeleton, but not undead. Yeah, I think. Wait, but you're not going to take issue with that? No. Um, Because what I'm about to say is worse. Oh, Um, okay. So the remnants, though, they're kind of like mummies, but without the corpse. Not really, but sh- go on. Oh, that well, it. they're the bandages. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I got that part. I, I understood what you're saying, but wait, is, that, is, is there any more? No, that's it. That's, that's it? <laughs> yeah. What have we been doing here? <laughs> I have a massive headache. I'm too tired to do this right now. It's, been, it's, it's like been the first like hot day all year. Yeah. Oh, so, yes, the ghost monument is yeah. the episode. And the ghost monument is the TARDIS. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Spoilers, guys. Like this is Nathan. This is this is not a. This, this, this has this, never this, been a spoiler-free podcast. The show assumes that like that it's there's spoilers. That's that's it's a base assumption of the show, Nathan. Yeah. You should know that. It's also a base assumption that you've seen like almost every episode of Doctor Who. No. I don't know. Sometimes. What are you talking about? I mean, ours. Yeah, no, yeah. what are you talking about? What? Because we ramble and talk about every corner of the Doctor Who universe. Yeah, but, we, we, but I would... This... Mm. <sighs> when we do get sidetracked, or if we're just talking about an old episode, you just... I, I, I like, I'd start talking about it differently. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. I, start to talk, I start to talk about assuming the audience hasn't seen it and, like, fill them in. Do you, have you not been doing that? No. You... Mm. Can you... Mm. This is a show... That we're supposed. This is supposed to be a good show, <laughs> Nathan. Look, do you want? I don't have any other brothers. I wish I had another brother so I could kick you off and get them to do it. <sighs> Making me mad. Go on. It was what? Do, all right. What do you think of the ghost monument? Well, I'm just gonna see you. Ma- oh, I'm mad. I'm mad now. You made me mad. All right. You're gonna go and sulk again. Okay. No, I'm right here. All right. Okay. So, uh, first off, just right off the bat, loving the new intro. Oh, yeah, it is a meaty intro. Yeah. Loving the whole purple vibe, and uh, it's very John Pertwee. It's not. Well, it's, it's, you know, got similar flodging. That flodging is not a word. Um, Twist, like, changing and pulsating shapes like the Pertwee. Yeah, but these shapes are real. Yeah, I suppose. I'm not saying it's like exactly like it. Yeah, but I guess it's a lot more. It's it's not your standard time tunnel though. Sure it is. Not really. It's not spinning. There's no pole in the middle of it. There's a spinning bit. Okay. Also, um, why would a time tunnel look like a tunnel? Well, it has in the past. Yeah, but like, like, but if we're just talking about like a, just a, t- a tunnel of time, surely it wouldn't like have a linear spatial direction at all. It's so a it's tunnel also, through time. 
So it's also got some of the Starfield elements of the eighties intros, okay. which I kind of liked. I mean, like all just all the new ones too. It's, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, right. All right. What, what are you saying about this? I'm trying to get you to not go on to something about temporal mechanics and how a tunnel doesn't have to look like a tunnel and get waste well, up. Okay, listen, I'm no, for listen, ten minutes listen, on that. Listen, a tunnel it does have to look like a tunnel if it's a tunnel through 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 dimension, like through through spatial mm. dimensions. Okay, listen, if it's a tunnel through, like, three dimensions, it's going to look like a tunnel, but it's not. It's a tunnel through one dimension, and that dimension time. It's not going to look like anything. It's just it's just moving through time in a direction that isn't necessarily the one you would normally go down. The right? Time travels through space, too. Well, yes, and that's... And that obviously that's represented in the, in the show. Mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs> okay. Nathan, you have, you have space-time. Yes? Think of it as a big sheet. Mm. Okay. And you and you get two points and you, you want to link them together. You want to get from one point to another point. You could! You could just, like, go there. In, like, by walking or driving a car or driving a spaceship. One of those. Any of those. But that takes too long. So you take that bit of space time and yoink it over to the other part. Yeah? I know all this, Kai. I just didn't think we needed a ten minute rant on no, this. No, no, no! <laughs> but of course... You're still looking through space-time. Right? Yeah. So what's, what's going to happen? You've just sort of, like, distorted the thing, but it doesn't look like a tunnel. It just looks like it is, how it is, because when you observe it, the light still travels through. So it's just, you get it, right? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Explain it back to me. <laughs> when you melt, when you warp space-time to get to a location no. through that... What? It's not gonna look like what a tunnel. And why are we doing this? Can we talk about the episode? Why am I the one who wants to talk about the episode? What is happening to this show? I'm talking about the episode. I'm talking the opening. Ugh. It doesn't look like a tunnel because it shouldn't look like a tunnel. So you're saying that every other intro is sucked? Well, all the ones look like tunnels. Oh, okay. So you don't like the David Tennant's intros and. I mean, it's cool and thematic, but it's just a piece of like, like science fiction nonsense. Oh, uh, okay. Why would time? Why would this? Why would time moving through time? Why would you go through a tunnel? All right. I mean, because what you do is it all comes back to like like the the depictions of wormholes in like early science fiction. It's this big like hole in space, whereas obviously the wormhole is like, it's a hole in three dimensional space. Uh, and and and, and uh, a, a better depiction of that is from like in the movie Interstellar, where it's a three dimensional hole, so it's a sphere. Mm-hmm. But of course, these aren't wormholes, are they? Mm-hmm. The closest analogy is to like what the the, the, the space time times we see in Doctor Who would be, as I said, force that space time warping. But we can't assume that's how that works. All right, but anyway, just just we have finally seen the new intro, and it is wonderful. It's just it has a real sense of gravitas behind it, um, yeah. and I'm disappointed that we don't have a better sound system because I imagine there's a lot of meaty bass there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, just like of all the words to describe a Beckus. That's... I don't know, that's probably a thing. Yes. I probably sound like an idiot now. Okay. When, um, when don't you? <laughs> oh, that I'm is sorry, a that question. was rude, but I'm mad, and I think I'm justified today. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, the planet itself is like... Oh, so we're actually going to start talking about the content of the episode now. Uh, yeah, sure. Alright. So, you've got this... You've got these two lads... Uh, well, were they Astrong and someone? Angstrom? Yeah. 
an episode. Right. And they're in this race. They're in the, the basically the the Dakar Paris rally, mm. uh, but space. And, um, uh, and so, uh, yeah. Tour de France. That's, that's not, that's nothing like the Dakar rally. The Tour de Space. No, that's, that's it's not anything like the Tour de France. The Tour de Space. Do you know what, you know what the Dakar rally is, right? No. You don't. Okay, then, okay. Okay. They start in Paris, uh-huh. and they go to Dakar. They don't, but they used to. They don't do that anymore because people were killed. Um, okay. Uh, it's a long, okay. okay. It's a, let me, okay. I'll explain the killing part in a sec. Um, they, you want this big rally car race. You know what a rally car race is, right? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, it's Explain a rally car. <laughs> There's a multi-stage race, and they, and they drive in lots of different vehicles. Okay. Okay? And they go from Paris to Dakar. They don't do that anymore because... Uh, I'm trying to remember if it's in Dakar or one of the countries they go from in Africa. Um, they keep crashing into people. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was just... It was bad. Uh, and so they don't do it there anymore. Right. So this whole tour de space no! <laughs> of um, the classic episode Enlightenment of it. Oh, oh, okay. Because you got that one, which had like a space pirate ship race. Well, they weren't all pirates, were they? Well, no, no, sorry. Like a space, like there was space sailing ships. Space, it was space weird. Boats. Space sailing ships. Yeah, of course. They go through space and the solar winds that aren't really strong enough to push them along, push them along. Yeah, and they... To be fair, they thought the strong solar winds were stronger at the time than the wind, but whatever. I also think they were, like, made by semi-godlike beings in yeah, the story. But, That's no, but the whole point of the story is they're using, like, antiquated technology. Yeah, okay. You know? Right, so, yeah, that was a similar idea of, like, a Doctor Who story set about a space race with mm. some great thing as the prize. Yeah, so it is a bit, uh... Yeah, it is, and you got to remember, Enlightenment wasn't the, uh, the gem, it was the choice. <laughs> Enlightenment wasn't the crystal. Yes. Enlightenment was the choice. Mm. What was the choice again? Uh, whether or not they'd take the diamond or kill the Doctor. Or, or save the Doctor. So Okay, so Tur- Turlo, who is being manipulated by... The Black Guardian. The Black yeah. Guardian. The Doctor's companion. Uh, the Black Guardian is choice. not the Doctor's companion. No, no. Obviously I'm talking about But the choice is to betray the Doctor or not. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember this because it was ages ago since I saw it. And if he betrays the Doctor, he'll get the crystal, but he'll have betrayed his friend. Yes. And, and to be enlightened is to not betray your friend. Well, it's not to betray people. What's so enlightened about that? Well, you're like, you're, you're looking at what's important with the sanctity of life and the bond between people rather than just material things. Yeah, but like, okay, but like, but that whole episode, that whole episode is about like the, the fight between like uh, the, the black guardian and the, the white guardian, like the forces of... Darkness and evil and the forces of light and good being two equal but opposite forces. Why is why is the forces of light and goodness enlightenment? Are they just two sides to these opposing forces and just so what why why is one the answer and the other one's not? I, I think the real question is like can Taylor just be the Dalai Lama now? No no. Because <laughs> he's got enlightenment. But they have nothing to do with like, No They've got nothing to do with Buddhism. He made the choice, though. He's enlightened now. There are other... <laughs> Ethan! Alright, listen. <laughs> listen. Buddhists are the only people who bang on about enlightenment. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, if he's so dang enlightened mm. now, <sighs> he should like write a book and like tell people how crazy it is being enlightened and how Maybe they can he did. be enlightened. Oh, okay. Wait, what happened to Turlo? I think it's in one of the few stories we haven't launched. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's like Planet of Fire or something. I'm going to assume he got burnt up by the Planet of Fire. Yeah, Taylor just got... Taylor was ash now. Yeah, they're just like... Land the TARDIS. That's the best TARDIS impression of all time. Uh, on the Planet of Fire, Doctor's like, all right, just before you go outside, just just, just, um, just remember, this we're is just the gonna, Planet of Fire. <laughs> I'm just going to check the temperature, see how hot it is. And Taylor's like, what? Oh, I'll talk to you when I'm outside. He goes outside and burnt to a crisp. Done. Ah. Don't worry. Next, I'll take us to the Planet of Water. <laughs> and... It's not going to help. <laughs> Tell us a bit of like, oh. I'll get rid of the fire that's caught on the outside of the TARDIS. <laughs> so the, the, the fire is spreading into the TARDIS now. Oh, the fire is just everywhere. The whole planet is just on fire. No, but the, the fire is spreading in yeah. onto the inside of the TARDIS. So the Doctor goes to the planet of water yeah. with the door open and then floods the entire TARDIS. Yeah, so then he has to trade the TARDIS to the planet of Taos. Okay, we're starting to get into a real sort of like little old lady swallow the fly situation, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've gotten off track. <laughs> yeah, um, so I still don't think I have, we have quite what Jodie's doctor's going to be. No, she's, 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 she's like that. Yeah, though I'm like... You know, you know, what... no, no, like, you know Jodie's like character as the doctor? Yeah. Do you know in the last two episodes where she did things as an actor? Yeah, yeah, okay. That... Alright, alright. But again, I'm sure there's room for character development yeah, okay. too. Okay, fair enough. I don't, what are you talking about? I don't know, I just feel like I, I'm not sure I could place exactly what this Doctor would do in circumstance, aside from just the Doctor thing. When 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 do you ever like predict like what's going to happen in like, an episode Doctor? Okay, that's a fair point. Um, so Jodie's coming off a bit fifth Doctor, as we talked about. I mean, a bit like she's just she's just approaching like uh, everything with sort of a kindness that I think is just um, is reminiscent of the Fifth Doctor if mm. for anybody who's familiar with that era. But also, it's just I think it's just like more just it's a strong contrast to the Twelfth Doctor, which we just oh, yeah. we just left, who was very um, uh, for a lot of his run was very uh, very cold and calculated. She also has this sort of interesting level of doubt about herself. Occasionally, just going, oh, I hope this works. I'm not sure she she still remembers everything. Mm-hmm. You know, because okay, so the remnants, the um, the bandage people, they um, when they confront the doctor, they're like they just like sort of see into her mind, like child of time and what secrets do you know and outside and all that sort of alluding to that there's some sort of secret setting up later in the series unless it's just that she's forgotten she's a time lord because <laughs> in the last episode she had some serious amnesia she forgot she was she was called the doctor and stuff and we sort of sort of assumed that uh that's all over now because the first episode's over and then she's just now she's just doing what the doctor does but but do we because she she remembers she has TARDIS mm-hmm. and they can talk through time but she hasn't mentioned that she's a time lord. Maybe mm. she just forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we receive. We also. That is something to ponder. We do also see a return of the cocky Jodie in this episode. I mean, she never left. Well, yeah. Um, but I'm liking that as a trait too. This Doctor, just this tendency to go up to 
and well, I was going to say the villain, but this time it wasn't really the villain. No, just... no, no strong antagonist here. Well, no, 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 no strong villain. There are plenty of antagonists. Yeah. Um, just to go up to someone in the scene and just go, you're not that much. <laughs> Tim Shaw? Yes. Yeah. Uh, which I kind of like. A bit, a bit reminiscent of the Eighth Doctor's tendency to do that to other people. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, um, you, you, uh, there's like... some great lines of the Eighth Doctor just referring to the Daleks as the not very nice. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I'm just noticing how, how, you're, how you're talking about this. Did you sort of... You keep comparing Jodie Whittaker to all the Doctors that come before, and I think that's doing her a disservice. It happens every single time a new Doctor who comes, a new Doctor comes along. Everyone's just like, "Oh, this reminds me of those Doctors," and you can see this inspiration there and all that. So, which means one, it means they're doing a good job, mm-hmm. but um, two, I just think like it's because because you you in, because um, you instantly sort of like see the character in them. But I think I think it's just doing it's doing them a disservice because like they are also making their own character like. You know, and I just I think it's it's yeah, naive okay. to say that this is based on the past, except obviously Matt Smith, who was just a carbon copy of yeah. um, Patrick Troughton, because but like with more legs. No, because no, I, 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 I say that because like um, Stephen Moffat has literally said that in interviews. Mm-hmm. He's just said, "Yeah, I've just like made." Oh, I'm just saying, but like by by the nature of Matt Smith being younger, it's a more active... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's different. I mean, Matt Smith brings... Matt Smith himself brings a lot to that, which isn't... Mm. Uh, which isn't inspired by that. But, like, the writing itself and the sort of the situations and stuff that um, Moffat put in is just sort of like... I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting location this time. This planet full of nasty stuff that'll do... Desolation, it's called. Well, that's the closest name, anyway. I guess so. So you've got your nasty, like... It it wasn't acid seas, it wasn't... No, there were were flesh-eating microbes. Okay, so not a mariner steel. Like Don (laughs) Uni. Oh, that's not a joke? No! (laughs) No, no, my my university has um, flesh-eating bacteria in the pond. Oh, now, um, it's 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 only found in on the university campus and in the Amazon. Now, so someone the part, did the, someone when, screw when, up? Listen, okay, the part people um, leave out a lot when they tell this story to people is it doesn't affect humans. Oh, <laughs> that's so disappointing. <laughs> yeah, I think just it's like, like you could just go up to your lecture and go, "Oh, my essay's late." Or is it splash? What? <laughs> okay, it's flesh-eating bacteria. Yeah, it's not gonna eat your goddamn essay. The water will do more damage to your essay. No, no, no. You push the you push the lecture in. Oh, and then they can't they can't get you in trouble. The police will. Everybody passes. Um. Actually, uh, I'm not sure. Mm, I don't know. Maybe. No, because there is a rule. Um, I, I, somebody, somebody posted this on the the, <laughs> the social media thing for uni. Um, if somebody dies during an exam, uh, like in the hall, everybody passes. The exam is cancelled and everyone passes. Uh, <laughs> oh my! I don't know if it's ever happened. Um, that's not going to happen. But uh, yeah, that's maybe someone tripped and fell into the pond. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. But regardless, like as I said before. Track. <laughs> they were actually not so far off. Yeah, flesh-eating bacteria in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but so you you just go for all the hazards. 
yeah. Well, there's we said there's the desolation. No, that's the planet. Nope. The uh, the remnants. They're yeah. the bandaged people. Do they actually call them that in the episode? I don't remember. Because that's what it says on um, Tardis.com. The, uh, the uh, wiki. Okay. Is it Tardis.com? I forget. Uh, the, t- the Tardis wiki. You know, well, you know, yeah. The Doctor Who wiki. Uh, and um, and there's also the robots, which are just not good. Yeah, Why are the robots never any good? Because robots aren't any good. But, okay. Listen. There's only one robot who's any good, and that's Data. I mean, and R2-D2, and like, um, Vincent in the black hole, and <laughs> they're the best, Nathan. They made them the best. They'll never go obsolete. And K-9. And K-9. K-9 sucks. Yeah. He can't, can't, he can't, what? can't go to a swamp. Vincent can go on a swamp. He can't even, Vincent go, just floats no, he around. Can't even get up the ledge into the TARDIS. Vincent could. He could just float around. He can fly. Have you, you've never seen the Black Hole, have you? I, I read, like, the children's oh, like, yeah, book right. novelisation. It's a very pretty film, and that's all of the compliments I can give it. <laughs> um, so, Silent Running. Cool looking and nice robots. It has a it has better pacing than Silent Running. It, it does actually, like, move quickly. Silent Running's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just like, just the botanist sitting there like, Why are all the plants dying? Why are all these plants where, they can't, they're like, where there's no light? Why are they all dying? I wonder why the plants are dying when there's no light. What do you think, Mr. Robot? Do you think it might... Do you know why the plants are dying in the darkness? Beep, boop, ba, boop, beep, boop, boop. And then, like... Beep, boop, photosynthesis. <laughs> Look it up, you twat. Ages, <laughs> ages later, he's looking at a microscope and he's like, Oh my god, I know what it is. They're not photosynthesis. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. And then he just, like, gets a bunch of light bulbs and puts them there. Like, what happens when the light bulbs run out of power? I mean, you're not coming back. <laughs> It's not going to last forever, mate. Even with nuclear reactors, what, like a couple of centuries? Maybe he, like, thinks it'll get into the orbit of a star. No, 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 no. They hit, he hid them in the dark side of Saturn. Because if they come out, the, the other humans will blow them up. Why do they need to blow them up? I don't know why. Like, Surely that's no, wasting more resources. No, no, because they blow them up because they don't care about them. They're just like, disposing of them. Yeah. And Vincent should just be like, hey, can you just not? Yeah. And then they'll be like, yeah, all right. We don't have to waste our, like, laser beam charges. It was in, they put nuclear bombs in the, the thing. Okay, we don't have to waste our nuclear bombs. It just means that, like, he doesn't need to, like, murder somebody. And it, you also don't need to spread nuclear fallout through space. It's not a big deal. Space I know, big. but still. Space is, fu- space is big and all. You also f- don't need to waste your nukes. But I think space is very big and also full of radiation. So it's probably fine. Just, like, I don't... Why did they need to blow it up in the first place? Because, okay, they're on the big ship. With all, mm-hmm. all the forests on them. And they're just, like, disposing on them because it's the doing. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, launching them up, and they're putting a nuclear bomb in it. Boom! Gone. Just because it means they don't have to, like, worry about crashing into it. I guess. And is it... What's, what's the guy's name? Is it Vincent? It's not Vincent. That's the robot from Black Hole. So yeah. he, he, he goes into one, and there's, there's, his, his crewmate is putting the explosive, the, the nuclear bomb, in place, and he comes up behind him in the back of the head and hits him with a shovel. And kills him. I think. I think that's his sequence of events. I can't remember exactly. I think he kills him with a shovel. Um, and then he's like, "Oh my God, what have I done?" And then, and then he like launches and and separates, and he's he's in the he's in the pod by himself with the corpse and some robots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and he's, what he's doing is he's hiding on the dark side of Saturn so they don't find him. Right. But I just I just feel like wait, what did he eat? Plants. Oh okay. Yeah, it's the right. one thing he has a ton of. <laughs> I was thinking like, um, there's a there's some meat there. <laughs> I mean, I. Look, I can't remember. 
exactly what happens to the body of the guy who killed him. It's been so long since I've seen that movie. And I wasn't really paying attention because it's a fucking boring movie. <laughs> it's just long and slow and tedious and nothing much happens. You know, it's there's, just... There's some cool practical effects, Roberts. Yeah, but, look, like, all the excitement happens in, like, the first half an hour of the film when there's, like, parts of the ship blowing up and murdering. And then he, and then he like, just sits in behind Saturn and, like, just sort of, like, wondering where plans are dying for the whole film. And then, like, slowly, one by one, all the robots start to die, too. Wait, were the robots solar-powered? No, 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 they're just... Unfortunate things happen to them. Uh, okay. You know, like, one of them survives, I think, to the end, I forget. Right. Um, we're off track. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were talking about robots and how, how much robots suck. Yeah. That that had, will lead me into one of my few criticisms. Just bad robots. Um, no. The the people behind all of this are the Stenza. Well, uh, are they? Yeah. No, okay, okay, so, are they? Are the, the, the Stenza are some of the people... Okay, the Stenza weaponize the planet, mm-hmm. but... Did they, are they behind the race, or are they just like high contractors here to make the race, and make it for the, for this leg of the race to be? Uh, to be oh dangerous? no, that's not what I mean. I mean that like the Stenza have appeared in two for two episodes. Well, they haven't appeared in this one. Well, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's just kind of for anybody who forgets. Uh, Tim Shaw was a Stenza. Yes, yes. They're the blue nasty teeth people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel like. Are these guys going to be our long-running villains? Possibly. And... I think that'd be cool. I'm not that keen. They were, they were serviceable in the first story. They just feel like nasty teeth-collecting well, okay, hunter I th- people. We've, I think I'm, ga- I'm just guessing here, but I think what's happening here is we get if, if they are long-running villains, which they might be, it's looking that way, but um, I think we actually get a more of, a, um, more of an actual like exploration of like an alien culture. Which mm. might be nice for once for Doctor Who, since we normally just stick around, just like go, "Oh, that's a weird monster. That is a weird thing," and then they're out of here. Um, yeah. And so, whenever you do get an exploration of, of sort of alien species, like let's say the Daleks or something, it's because they keep coming back and we see different aspects of them. Like, hey, what if this time they were good? Hey, what if this time they were good? What if this time they were good in this different way? You know, like yeah. Uh, but that's sorry for another day. But um, uh, also, part of me is just a little concerned that. Especially if the Stenza are behind, like, funding this race and stuff. We've got the Stenza, the scary blue people. Mm. And the robots as your two villains. And, like, all the other aliens look human. But the nasty ones don't. You know? So? <sighs> I just feel like it's... It's like, it's... You know why they're doing that, right? Mm. Because you... you we as the audience identify with the, the people who look human. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yes, it's a little boring uh, in terms of like world building thing, but like it's it's easy to do. And it's also like this whole othering thing, which for fictional, like made up. Yeah, I guess. But it's... you could have had like some bumps on one of the aliens in this story. She's got like coloured hair a bit. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> everyone has coloured hair, Kai. No. Okay. A bit of her hair was like red, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What if that's hair biological? Oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't think of that, did you? Oh, so people with red hair are aliens. No, no, just like just like a tuft. <laughs> Listen, 
Listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Finish my thought on robots, and you didn't let me. Okay, okay, go back to uh, robots. Yeah, no, just like so, like the robots in the suck, and it's just like, why? Why are they so bad? Why are robots in the suck? Like, we're so bad because we have these, um, just like now today in the real world, unlike um, battleships, they have these anti missile robots, like a missile, like it's coming towards the ship, just wheels around and shoots like a bazillion bullets at it, and just blows up the missile in midair with like precision targeting systems that shoot. Missiles out of the sky, and just like why don't all the robots have that? Why are they just those on wheels? <laughs> because they're just because, these big, heavy automated machine guns. I, because like the fancy like intergalactic space traders spend nothing on their robots and like sell you on legs. But, it's like but legs. But it's way harder to make legs. <laughs> Precisely. That's why. It's like the Rolls Royce of robot tech. You gotta have it, even though it's not at all practical. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not practical. It's not cheap, but you gotta have it. Legs, <laughs> legs. <laughs> yes. But, okay, if you do it, legs are practical. On a combat robot, yeah. Okay. Legs then. are actually a potentially, depending on what the job you wanted to do, is potentially a good thing because, like, you, there's obstacles in the way that normal like tracks and wheels can't get past. Legs just step right over. But. Yeah. It's not worth it if you sacrifice the ability to hit anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if they can't be destroyed, if just lasers just don't work on them. Maybe the scientists were just like, uh, we don't want to. Maybe the Stenzel were like, you, scientist people, build us nasty robots, and they're like, okay. But they like... They don't want. They don't want to make the robots good. They did a Da Vinci on them. Yeah. Made a made a thing that doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. that's why they uh, remnants. Sorry. Um, wait. Wait. Are the scientists the remnants? No. Who are the remnants? The remnants of the bandages. No, I know. I think they were just like. But were they people once? No. Then why are they remnants? What are they remnants of? A big cloak. But they are big cloaks. Well, like, they're, no, they're torn apart. Oh, I guess, but, like, they, some of them are still pretty, like, cloak-like in shape. No, no, no. What happened is they were like, okay, we've got you this magic floaty cloak. It's pretty neat. It can be spooky, too. It's a cloak of levitation. Yeah. Cool. And then um, the Stenzer are just like, what? No. This, this, what, what? No, tear it apart. Start it. Oh, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and so now it's... But now it's, like, nasty and wants to eat people. Wait, what, what are they going to do? They're going to, like, choke you. Yeah. Yeah. We saw them choking the guy. To what end? To death. But then what? Is it? Are they just, like, malicious for no reason? Well, they're, like, guarding. I guess, I guess but, like, what, what, what's their motivation? <laughs> Their motivation is to be spooky. I guess so. It is. It is. It is October. It's nearly Halloween. Also, like, what's the robots' motivation? They're programming. Yeah, these things are programmed. Are they? Or like, they seem to be smart for that. Hmm. Anyway, so what's the flesh-eating bacteria's motivation, Kai? What to consume mind? flesh? <laughs> Done. <laughs> what are you on about? Maybe they just want to be scarves. <laughs> Around people's mouths? <laughs> what, they don't know? 
They were, to- they were taught wrong. <laughs> no, the necks, you guys. They squeeze two times yeah. well. <laughs> Their heads just pop off. Okay, that's a bit more excessive than I thought, but alright. Oh my. Uh, mm. Right. I mean, one thing, one problem I did have with this episode, and I, I just, we've said a lot of shit about this. I really like this episode. It's it's very good. Um, some of the things don't hold up quite as much when you seriously analyse them. Like, like just, there's a lot of coincidences in this mm. one. Just a lot of timing and, like, where people were. Because, like, um, uh, the, the Graham, uh, Ryan, and uh, Angstrom land on this planet. And they, like, land safely. And then when the Doctor, Yaz, and um, the other guy, uh, when they crash, they have basically the whole planet to crash on. Yeah. And they crash in the same place. Well, I feel like they were both ultimately... Very... Very much the same place to the point where they nearly killed them. I think they were both ultimately trying to get to the hollow tent, though. So they might have been like, I guess. But the fact that they the like, like, because the thing is, it's still like kilometers wide area yeah, that they crash. Yeah. And and on on top of that, just the um the fact that the the doctor and friends teleport into the middle of space just at the right time. Uh, when this race is happening and when they arrive and all that. Well, they were close to the planet. They were close to the planet. Oh, but the just timing the right of it, time, the yeah. timing of it, where they could jump into hyperspace and pick them up. Because you've got to keep in mind, um, it's been theorised because it never really happened before. It's been theorised that a human being can survive about 30 seconds in the vacuum of space before, well, I was about to say before any serious harm is done, but it's probably, you're probably approaching the, just being in space is serious harm. Um, it's potentially survivable. Mm-hmm. Potentially. So, yeah. Um, but I, just like it, that's taking us a lot of time. It's a massive coincidence. Yeah. And also, also just like they arrive um, at the t- and the t- they arrive at the finish line where the ghost monster is supposed to be, and the tent disappears, and uh, they're just waiting for the TARDIS to arrive, and like the TARDIS appears. In a moment where, like, the Doctor, like, just finishes talking about, like, uh, no, not the Doctor, when Graham finishes talking about how, no, we can, we can do this, you know, like, no, we can, no, yeah. the, the Doctor was trying to sing more and bring it back into focus. What? Yeah, no, no, she, she the, the sound starts oh, at that okay. point, and then, and then she brings it back. But the point is, like, the, um, the dramatic timing of it is awfully convenient. A lot of the, a lot of the situational stuff in this is very, very convenient. Mm. Uh, which is, it's something that annoys me. It, it, a lot of people like are fine with it, but I, I, I just get the feeling like every, every like story or franchise or whatever, they get one massive coincidence. Because yes, coincidences do happen. They do. The law of large numbers suggests that they do happen, but not that often. I mean, like, like take Marvel, Marvel for instance. The just the just um as far as I can tell. There's really only, like, one really weird, massive coincidence in that, in all of, like, the dozens of movies that are made, uh, which is um, the the Vulture is, uh, what's, what's the Vulture's daughter's name? Oh, uh... It's not Mary Jane, it's the other one. Yeah. Stacy? Gwen Stacy? No, it's No, not. it's the other, other one. God, Peter Parker's too many girlfriends. <laughs> it's the other, other... Yeah, but the point is, Peter Parker's girlfriend's dad is also the Vulture. Spoiler alert. Uh, and like, and there's like, there's no reason why that should be the case in terms of the plot. It's just because it's a coincidence. But 
they've made dozens of other movies and they haven't had a massive coincidence like yeah. that. And so, yeah, it's just... You yeah, must yeah. hate Holes. Oh, it's... Well, no, okay. Holes... <laughs> holes is stupid with the amount of coincidences. But it's also a curse. Except that it's a curse and there's actually like fate involved, which is also stupid because I don't believe in any of that bullshit. Alright, it's a story where that stuff exists, though. But it's not, though. But it is, though. Well, it, only, it only just sort of, like, suggests, like, oh, what if there's something deeper in the world? I think maybe there's not. Maybe there's <laughs> not. Maybe it's just, a, maybe it's just, like, there's a lot of, like, big numbers. <laughs> so, um, I think I was, a, like, five tangents ago, I was about to say, speaking of the TARDIS. So I'll <laughs> say it now. Speaking of the TARDIS. Yep. Alright. Um... What do you think of the new look? I mean, I'm still I'm I'm still salty about the time. <laughs> okay. I mean, and it's confirmed. It's confirmed. I predicted it last week. The TARDIS sign is black now and shiny, shinier than I thought it'd be. Mm. Yeah. Still hate it. It's almost <laughs> annoying. It it looks great. It's fine, but it's just it makes my job as a podcaster difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking more the interior. Oh, um, yeah, that's cool, too. <laughs> yes. I guess. Kind of, it's kind we can of, talk about that if you want. It's 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 very crystal-y, which is, of course, similar to the Sonic. Well, it, it, it like, has a crystal line, sort of. Yeah, there's, like, the big crystal pillars and no, the crystal console. Yeah, yeah. But I feel it's... It's I, wonderful. I love a lot of it. I really like the wall design, and I like the big crystal columns. I just feel like it's all slightly too close together. It's massive. It feels somewhat... Cl- I don't know. I just got the feeling of clutter. And it's massive and It cavernous. being slightly... It's huge. Cluttered or It's cramped. huge. I don't know. I might need to watch this again it's, and I might be fine you, with it. It's huge. Hmm. I like that we got big pillars back. That's yeah. fun. No, I, I, I think I think it's interesting, like, the, um, the use of natural light, <laughs> which sounds wrong for a, a, an extra-dimensional space. But like, because it, 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 it usually well, that'd makes be sense. cool. What? Like a TARDIS which just has like a sunroof, you know? What, like the Eighth Doctor's TARDIS? Oh yeah, that did, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> this does feel a little Eighth Doctor's TARDIS. Not really. Well, you know, like the big columns of the crystals are in a similar shape to the big steel ones. Except that's like, what I was saying. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You were saying about natural light and aesthetics. Well, it's, it's, it's the natural light coming in through the um the main uh. Door? It's not a door anymore. It's, it's just the the place. It's just it's just the box shape. I kind of like that. Oh, it's awesome. It, it's sort of like um sort of actually like sort of uh actually sort of ex- like um what am I trying to say? It's actually like expressing the idea that this is an extra dimensional space now. It's just that because there there is the actual interior space of the TARDIS of the out okay of this the, there's the outside place box, <laughs> and then the the the, the ex- interior space that is represented on the interior of the uh. The extra-dimensional space, which is the TARDIS. There's just a lot more tagged on. Um, but yeah, no, as I say, again, but there's also, I noticed there's like a few like holes uh, in, around the room where like more light shines through. And they mm. could, it could just be like torches, but it, it looks like the same light as it's coming, streaming through the doorway. Oh, yeah. So the implication is that sunlight, which I think is very cool. And I've just been thinking about how that could work. So... Because there isn't like a whopping great hole inside the TARDIS where the light's coming yeah, through, yeah. but it's dimensional. It's, it's dimensional engineering, so you get like a little microscopic hole on the outside, <laughs> and on the inside, it's a big sort of like hole the size of a dinner plate. Mm. 
the issue with that is there's still only so much light coming through that little uh, little hole. But maybe yeah. it's duplicated. I do. Maybe the light's been all being duplicated several times. I'm really loving these new walls, though. Oh yeah. I love this roundel. Is it is it roundels or hexagons? They're hexagons. Yeah, I like how they're all overlapping though, mm. which I really enjoy. What a depth to it. It's like a nice. It's like someone's got a hex mesh and then another mesh, and they've been. What's a hex mesh? Like a mesh, but like with hex shaped holes. Okay, I just wondered if that's an actual thing or just a word you came up with, and now I know. <laughs> um, one and thing, just like plaster them over the top. One thing I noticed, which is potentially troubling, is the color palette of the interior of the TARDIS is the same as the Dalek color palette. Because <laughs> it's all these sort of like golds and oranges and stuff, and but there's also these like bright blue lights. Mm. I'm like. It looks like it could be a Dalek spaceship. <laughs> Doctor, you accidentally landed on the Dardus. The Dalek 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 Dardus. Dardus. Just Dardus? Dalek. Dalek. Oh, wait. No, the, the, the Dar- Dardus. Daleks and relative. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. About to say. <laughs> uh, Daleks and relative dimensions of space. Is that, is that what's the title? Uh, right. uh, no, it's not. Never mind. Um, because we're, we're doing that thing. Yeah, we're doing. The yeah, I'm cutting this bit out. Maybe not. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's maybe the doctor's a Dalek. Oh, maybe the doctor's a uh, 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 wait, what are they called? What are they called? Whether when they uh, a replicant, the Dalek replicant. Is that what they oh. called? Oh, Doctor. What are they called? A uh, Roboman. No, the other ones. <laughs> when a Dalek takes someone, replaces them with a human, or like a like a no, it takes a. Mm, you mean no. you mean like the kind of kind of oh kind of odd ones from the classic series, or do you mean the dumb ones with the eye stalks from the modern series? No, okay, okay. In um in uh, uh re- in revelation of the Dalek. Right. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> yes. Resurrection. Yes. Yes, the Daleks would take people and make a new one, a new person, for this person. Out of Dalek bits. No, no, they'd no, be... No, sorry. They'd be out of people bits. Oh, no. They're just, they're just... They're just like another person. It's like a doppelganger situation. But this person is like... They, they, they're, they're not a Dalek, and, and they're like... They're controlled by Daleks. <laughs> well, look, I'm very tired, okay? <laughs> It's a long day. So you think the doctor might be? No, that's stupid. Why would you say that? Yeah, right. She's clearly a Psyduck. We're not doing this. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, is there anything else you wanted to add about? I'm sure there's something, but um, we should probably talk about some of the character stuff that, like, going because it's uh... a. <clears throat> Just amongst the you know, the characters of the show, the Doctor and her friends, because we've we've talked about all like the um all of the the cool aliens and stuff. And I don't know, should she talk about the character? I know you like you like find that like the most boring part because you, no, 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 you do. No. Don't don't lie to me. <laughs> you, you're just here to see like aliens and aliens explode. Go on. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's they they was cool. Uh, say something, Nathan. I'm so tired. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um. Well, you don't have anything to say. The, no, the companions. They didn't have. There was like some nice little intimate moments, 
about them talking about... Uh, Graham was good in this episode. He's yeah. really, like... He's really adjusting to being in space a mm. lot. You know, he's just... Yeah. Graham, I'm just... I really fall in love with Graham. He's, he's just, like... He, he's sensible. He's so sensible. <laughs> just... Just don't be in space. <laughs> I'm liking all their conversations harkening back to Grace. Mm, That's yeah. quite nice. Yeah, yeah. That she's not... that. She's not going to be in the series, but she'll be there in spirit, mm. at least for, for the first few. And I just and just that Graham is really trying to like um, connect with what I should say. He's trying to like uh, uh, sort of live live as as Grace would have wanted. Mm. You know, given given all of this this brave new world he's in, he's um finding uh, he's finding oh god, I'm so tired. He's finding peace and sort of like uh, uh, in the memory of Grace. Um, which I think is really a really cool concept that it's just sort of like even even after a death grace is still making him a better person. Mm. Uh, and he's just trying really hard. I know. As much as I, li- I like it's cool to see someone like trying really hard and actually like doing alright. <laughs> mm. You know, there's a lot of characters who like just like oh they're doing their best but they're still like a fuck up but <laughs> Yeah. But no you you are right. There is there is um this episode focuses more on the doctor and uh, the two new friends that he made. Yeah. Then, I do. I do like Ryan charging out with a gung ho, and just like wait, how do I reload? And then they all just get up. They're just like because guns don't work. Call of Duty's a shitty game. Part of me really thought that those were just deactivated robots, and he just shot a bunch of. Yeah, he really shouldn't have survived that if the robots were any good, or just like, or just like were just mass machine guns or wheels from from a battleship. <laughs> Because you know? yeah. this this is how the scene should have gone. He goes, "Call of Duty, charge!" And then he like he goes up over the hill and his head gets shot ah. off instantly yeah. because they they're sniper robots. They're supposed to be good at sniping. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Why so, are the robots um, any good? <laughs> so we got a lot of the Doctor and the uh, Epso Epso. Hmm? That his name. Yeah. Um, they're differing philosophies. Yeah, yeah. About, like, don't trust anyone, only be in it for yourself, and the Doctor's like... Trust everyone, but not everyone. Trust trust people who are trustworthy. And do it for other people. Do the best stuff. Do be the... the best. Just be good. Be good, don't be, be bad. better. Don't, don't, don't be untrustworthy. And be and trust, I think. Is that... I'm the Doctor, and I'm just better than all of you. That's not... But I'm not going to say that, because um... I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I think you're missing the spirit of the show, but... Oh, I'm too tired to argue at this point. <laughs> I've really just lost lost track. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got othered about all we're going to. We should have waited to do this until tomorrow. Possibly. Okay. So, yeah, I think we're done. Are we done? <laughs> Can I sleep now? <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> I was fine until we started, too. <laughs> you, you saw me at the start of this episode. I was okay. And now I'm just not. Oh, okay, so I'm quick... going to die and go to podcast heaven. Oh. Oh, don't let me die and go to podcast a la- heaven. A land full of podcasts that spring forth. Fully edited. What? Podcast heaven. Like that, that you too, is that your experience of podcast? You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't have to edit it, Nathan. I live in podcast heaven. Barely. Yeah. 
So um, you, you're on this podcast. <laughs> that's not heaven. Yeah, that's podcast hell. <laughs> yeah, but you have to go through it with us. Wait, oh them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You join us from podcast to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You you deserve it. You the fight the yeah. nine layers of the abyss were ten. Uh, what? <laughs> Wait, are there nine circles of hell? I don't know. Wait, it's seven... Okay, Dante's Inferno has seven circles of hell, doesn't it? I don't I know. mean, D&D then has the nine hells, but that's like... D&D. Yeah, it's D&D. <laughs> let's, let's close up before we go even more mad. You, you tell I mean, the thing is, you said the abyss, oh, too. No. And in D&D, the abyss has... Suppo- it supposedly has infinite layers. Mm. You know? Just tell them about your podcast. Except they've only, like, published, like, eight mm. demon lords. It's weird. Like, it's, it's the implication is there's, like, eight sort of, like, uh, demon lord things. But there's there's, there's more. But there's, like, maybe, maybe it's just, like, those are the eight ones in, like, Out of the Abyss. Just tell them about your podcasts. Okay, if you if you want to um, find me on other podcasts, uh, I'm, I'm on other podcasts. Um, you, can, you can find them on iTunes and other podcasting apps. Um, you'll need their names. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, uh, you, you can, you can find me, uh, I sometimes, uh, guest host on a podcast called Crit Chat. It's a D, it's a D&T podcast. Hey, look at that, Dungeons and Dragons, but it's perfect segue. Hey, yo. Um, but, and the, um, it's Dungeon Masters, they talk about Dungeon Mastering, and there's supposed to be advice, there's not. The other podcast that I, uh, this is, this is one I do, it's, it's, I'm in charge of this one. I hated this one too. It's um, mm. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, it, it's a, it's another D and D podcast, and this time we actually play D and D because it's an actual play D and D podcast, uh, and uh, it's called Between Scotch and Shade, and it's got space and shade. Um, Nathan, tell them about our Twitter. Oh, we have a Twitter. Yeah, it's in the description. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, and um, isn't it shiny? It's hyperlink. <laughs> hyperlink. It's probably not. Descriptions don't actually do that. Oh, okay. You'll have to copy the URL, probably. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah, just because it's the way... Because it goes with, like, all these different apps. I don't think that's a hyperlink support. Uh, maybe maybe it does. I mean, give it a go. Like, click on it. If it's blue and it's underlined, it's probably a hyperlink. But, I don't know. Um, I can't see your app, so you'll have to have to try that. Hey, you should, you should like, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Tell us tell us if the, um, the hyperlink worked. Uh yeah, and while you're there, um, you should follow us. Mm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, you should do that. It'll be good for you. It'll, it'll um, make you feel good because you're supporting a show that's amazing and. Only causes you so much pain. No, I know. <laughs> right, right now, it's just so tired. <laughs> so tired just say goodbye, Kai. Goodbye, Kai. <laughs> and it's goodbye from me, Nathan. He doesn't want to go. Oh, wait, I'm just saying that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>